Blog Talk Radio. about this when everything first broke 
with this story. We all live in glass houses as college sport fans. All it takes is one recruit making a bad decision, one assistant coach skirting the rules, uh, one booster becoming a little too overzealous, and we're all in the same boat. That being said, and I'm not going to kind of rehash that story. We all know at this point uh, what has happened uh, at UofL. But here's the issue. Here's, here's, I think, the the crux of it for a lot of people. And there was an article on Kentucky.com about it. I've listened to, and and when the the punishment came down last Thursday, was announced, I've done, done something I usually don't listen, I usually don't do, is I've listened to sports radio uh, here in Louisville. I usually do not. Uh, Usually the only sports radio I listen to, I'll catch our good friend, Kristen and Michelle, Big Blue Views. I'll catch uh, Cameron Mills' uh, show on Sunday evening. But I generally don't listen to it because I'm not a Louisville fan, so why would I listen? But I said to myself, let me listen in the aftermath of this. Let me catch up. Let me understand this. And the article I referenced that was on uh, Kentucky.com, starting Thursday after the announcement, the NCAA made their announcement of their findings, a lot of Louisville folks and, and, and fans and whatnot, which you expect them to do to some extent, they, they've kind of hunkered down, and they're more or less playing themselves as a as a victim that it was just one rogue employee that did all this i'm not saying that patino knew what i'm saying and i i think the nca is kind of say that this kind of situation cannot go on for as long as he did with the scope that it did with just one person and Thursday, I listened to 93.9 here in town, Sports Radio, and uh, the host went through all these other issues that schools had. Reggie Bush at USC, Alabama getting hammered with sanctions. We remember Miami been hammered big time on two or three occasions for their football program. Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan and the Fab Five all these schools that got hammered for pretty big deals. But here is the difference. Even the Louisville fans, they love to bring up Kentucky shame. I mean, that that point gets brought up all the time. And, you know, the famous Sports Illustrated cover with the Kentucky player, you know, head bowed, Kentucky shame. We've all seen it. We lived it. We whatever. All these other scandals that these folks kind of check off, the difference is somebody, and oftentimes a lot of somebody's, big-time somebody's, lost their job. When the Emory package and all that in Kentucky, it was a clean house scenario. SMU, when they came back from the death penalty, it was a clean – it was a – everybody's got to go. And you can look at that. Alabama got hammered. Coach, athletic director, on down, had to go. My point on all this is I think Louisville got hammered because there's zero contrition. Zero. Yeah. 
no one is saying no one is saying you know what we've got to make a change and and for me that is where the NCAA can say there is no leadership that's what they hit patino on lack of oversight you can say that because and I don't want to go into all the issues that the athletic department has had, whether it's the Yum Center, their football coach, the basketball coach, this situation. Somebody has got to pay for this. You can't just say we accept all blame and then fight and, and nothing happens. That's not the way it works. And I hate to be as somebody calling for another person's job, but when you look at every other issue, and for some reason they, they hammered on, they, the, the Louisville fans kind of jumped on Penn State and how Penn State kind of fought back and got Joe Pa's win mm-hmm. reinstated. Uh, look, <laughs> if you're using what went on in Penn State as, as kind of your game plan, it's gross. The one thing a lot of folks pointed out after the NCAA, just repugnant repugnant the nature of the crimes I'm, I'm saying crimes NCA violations or whatever the nature of the action and I've told my Louisville friends look almost every other place except for you know maybe Miami you can understand a, an athlete comes from a poor background booster gives him a hundred dollar handshake you can understand that is it right no it's wrong but you can explain that. You can explain that to your boys, you know, when they get a little bit older, kind of get that grasp of it. But hey, you know, this is kind of something. I, but at no point has this situation, you can't talk about the Louisville situation at the dinner table. And I'm no prude. I am no prude. But Louisville's argument has been their first argument was well, the money they exchanged hands wasn't a lot. And the NCAA said, no, no, <laughs> price tag or not, just because those services came cheap doesn't change the fact that you did this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean that that's the thing that just, but that's kind of what they said. Hey, it didn't, it wasn't a lot of money. Well, no, that, mm-hmm. no, that doesn't work. That that's it. It's it is gross in nature, and then you see some of the details that came out of what went on with 16- and 17-year-old prospective recruits with their parents, you know, being in the area. What? I mean, mean, if if your defense is, number one, it didn't cost a lot, number two, and this is what I've also heard, well, they didn't get any big recruits out of it. (laughs) Well, you know, you, you can't rob a bank and then your defense be, I didn't get that much money. Mm-hmm. What do you mean that much money? In the bank? That it doesn't matter. There's there's no uh, there's there's no uh, well you only got ten thousand so no that's not the way that worked. And their argument also is well the NCA is just kind of making this up as they go along. And look, I am not defending the NCA on a lot of the things they do. I've written about it, tweet about it, we've talked about it. But my whole thing is. And the NCA said this because uh, I listened to a little bit of there was that um, uh, you know the phone call where they kind of read through all that. The NCA said we haven't seen anything like this. You know we don't have specific bylaws that you can't throw 
sex parties for recruits. You know, there's <laughs> so there, just by the nature of the offenses, there's no precedent. They can't really look at what went on at this school and compare it. All they can do is 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 hit Louisville hard to dissuade anybody else from doing it. And, and you, I understand that. You you mentioned they didn't argue. You know, it wasn't a lot of money. They 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 replied talking about the value or lack of value. Uh, it wasn't a lot of money. It wasn't a lot of this. Wasn't a lot of that. It never was arguing innocence. We didn't do it. It didn't happen. It was trying to minimize the, the residual effects or actual effects of what happened. So, yeah. you know, never yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I think I've messed well, up. And, and, I'm, it, 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 and it's a, it is a gross, gross situation once you get the details out. And, and here's the thing, too. Uh, being here, and as you said, uh, with with uh, UT and, and Lane Kiffin and, and, and Bruce Pearl and all that kind of stuff, just by living there, you kind of pick up on things. And this is what I picked up. When Katina Powell first came out, every Louisville fan I know said she's making it up. Every one of them. They, the, the, the sports talk guys, all of them said, she is making this up. There's no way this happened. And I said to myself, why would she make it up, implicating herself and her kids? Don't, don't omit that part. Why would, she, why would she make that up? But they, they, they made it up, okay? Well, UofL does their investigation and says, whoa, wait a minute. There's stuff here. Uh-oh. And then, newsflash, they canceled the season. They canceled the postseason. And I'm saying to myself, oh, there's a lot here. There's a, there's a lot. If, if they're willing to sacrifice a postseason with a pretty good team, it's, it's more they, they've got more than just her word on what happened. So the same people that told me it wasn't a big deal or it didn't happen and that it wasn't a big deal are now telling me that when, the, uh, when UofL appeals, oh, yeah, they got a slam dunk. The, the appeal is, is going to win Well no no and, it, and, the, and the thing is To keep in mind This isn't an appeal like UofL saying The NCAA got this wrong And they go in front of a Separate group No they have to argue That at some point The NCAA misinterpreted one of the bylaws Or somehow it, It's a procedural thing and, and to me It's like at some point at some point, someone needs to take responsibility. We've talked about it before. I think we talked about it last week with the audit that was performed on UofL on the academic side. And former President Ramsey and, and his hard drive was erased after he left. And now they're uncovering all this money to win. At some point, and a, a lot of people are starting to say this, at some point, somebody over there on Floyd Street has got to take responsibility. At some point, somebody's got to say, we can't do this. This is not who we are. And it's strange to me that that chorus isn't louder 
because they've got the Heisman Trophy winner on campus. The baseball team is playing in the College World Series. They've, they've got some things to point to, but instead it has been just, what, two years of just, I mean, from the academic and athletic side, it's just been a brutal stretch with a lot of gross stuff. And I've talked to some older Kentucky fans that when the Kentucky shame happened, it was, we have to, we are better than this. We ha-, And you get back to that thing, we have to clean house. We have to make changes. With all the stuff that has gone on there, who, who's, who's, who's really become responsible? Nobody. Nobody is saying, and, and again, I hate to call for somebody's job, but in every other NCA uh, investigation of this nature, somebody, head coach, athletic director, school president, somebody has 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 gotten fired, and I mean they fired Joe Paterno at Penn State. You know they wanted to use that kind of as a starting point. They they told Paterno, "You got to go," and he had been there for you know a hundred years. But for some reason, they will not do that. And I think that is the biggest problem is the, the NCAA wants to see contrition, wants to see that you are moving in a, in a different direction. You know, you can't clean up Kentucky shame if Eddie Sutton stays on as coach. It, it, it doesn't work. You know, SMU from the death penalty, they couldn't bring anybody back that had been involved, that you, you just, you can't. You know, the, with Tennessee, you can't have Bruce Pearl still on the sidelines, his interaction. That's the, and that's the thing I don't think people understand is you can say we accept responsibility, but then you're not really doing it. So that's my little, my little diatribe on that. It's just, I, I know it's not official, uh, but, I mean that that the the 2013 banner, the 2012 Final Four banner, I, I think will come down. Um, I think uh, it it, it kind of has to with the wording of the NCAA that it's it's going to come down. And look, I've tried not to be you know I'm trying to be a better person. I'm trying to uh, you know be an example to to my girls and, and whatnot. But as a Kentucky fan, and I think you know where I'm going with this, I, we have all heard it. When Cal came to Lexington in 2009, what, what, what has been the refrain we have heard from rival fans, particularly the volunteers and the Cardinal fans? What, what has been that refrain? Velcro banners. Those banners are coming down. Da-da-da-da-da. Well, you know, it it is hard. And I'm again, I'm trying to be a better person. To, you know, for all the flack we got for hiring Cal, your banner's coming down. It, it, <laughs> it it's just weird how that flips. And then you also, you know, Cal, you know, vacate. He's a vacator. Everybody goes, he vacates. Now the refrain is this on Louisville Radio: What does it even mean to vacate? You can't take away. You can't take our memories. 
can't, you can't take that away from us. Vacating is dumb anyway. Well, is it? So it's okay to say that I remember Memphis's 2008 run to the championship game. I can remember that now. Or I can remember UMass making the 96 final four. Oh, I can remember that now. Because what does it even mean to vacate? They become very philosophical when, when it's on their doorstep. So it's just, you know, it, it's hard to, to not take a little bit of glee in that. But for the years and years of hearing it, I know a lot of Kentucky fans, particularly those in Louisville, are just saying, wow, I thought we were going to – I thought this was going to happen to us. So uh, I, enough of my rambling, getting on my soapbox and everything. But that's kind of where I am with this situation. It's gross. I believe the university is, is better than this. Uh, no one person, be it Patino, be it Tom Jurich, be it whoever – can ever become bigger than the university. And I think that's where you have real, real problems. And, again, I'm not linking uh, what happened at UofL to what happened at Penn State, but Penn State eventually said the university is bigger than Joe Paterno. And I think at some point you have to do that. You have to, even though a longtime successful coach or athletic director or whoever – Somebody has to say, we're, we're better than this as a university. Yeah, and Patino, the science in, in the press conference, well, I mean, what do you, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised, but, you know, no, like you mentioned, no contrition. Uh, I'm going to win multiple titles at Louisville. Lost faith in the NCAA after 35 years of, you know, you know, they do good things for the players, but what happened with Harsh successive over the top, like you said, mentioned it already, playing the victim, and just kind of, you know, Rafael Palmero, I didn't do it, and then you know you find out that he did. Just a bad look, no conscience, basically, to, to get up there and, and act like you haven't done anything wrong. In, in my in, – in... It strains, it strains credibility to – and this is another one of the flip-flops that I've absolutely loved. Cal Terry, El Beheim, Jim Calhoun, they all, of course they all know. I mean, I can't tell you how many Louisville fans and, and whatnot I've had tell me, of course Cal knew about Marcus Canby, even though Canby said he didn't and did all this, Of course he knew. And, of course, he had to know about Derrick Rose's SAT transcript. Had to know. Well, okay, did he have to know? What about all the other coaches that were recruiting Derrick Rose as well? Did they have to know? So my thing is, Cal is supposed to know about a one-time payment from an agent to Marcus Candy, but the entire basketball staff is not going to know about these events that took place over a four-year period, most of which took place on a dormitory on campus built for the express purpose of keeping an eye on the basketball team. And I'm supposed to believe that one guy did all of this. That's what I'm supposed to believe. So, you know, and I get, and, you know, and the fans, like I said, it's, it's a tough spot to be in, but, but this, 
this defiance, this we'll move on, and and it's to me this this casual discard of the actual merits of the story. I, I mean, sixteen, seventeen year olds being encouraged to engage in in this activity. I mean, that what? At some point, you need to say we're wrong. We won't do it we're, and move on. And a lot of folks, and Eric Crawford of uh, Fox 41 here in town has written to that. At some point, you got to just take your medicine and move on. And and I think dragging this out is only going to make things worse. And I told my good friend Ralph, I, I mention him all the time, need to get him on the show. I said, there's this antagonism and then there's this, this, this venom that Louisville fans are directing toward Andre McGee. Now, he did not assist and he did not talk to the NCA during this investigation that I'm aware of. My thing is Louisville fans need to hope he doesn't talk because as the kids say, if he's able to produce receipts that it wasn't just him, oh wow. Now you got a different ball game. Now you got a different ball game. Uh so I don't think this is over, but I think you keep you keep poking the bear and you keep being defiant. I think you stir up the hornet's nest a little bit more. I mean, I don't want to see that, but I think it's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, yeah. if, if he's – I mean, and this is a hypothetical. Let me go – but if he's able to produce like a, a text conversation with Patino about – Something along these lines. I mean, just I mean, think about it. I just don't understand just this complete defiance. And I've heard people bring up, you know, the season in the '50s where you know we Kentucky wasn't able to play, and just it ain't about us. This is not about what's happened at Kentucky. And I, I, you know, my thing is it's well documented. We, as a university, have had run-ins with the NCA. That is not a yeah. Uh, th- that's not in dispute, but at some point you mm-hmm. gotta take your medicine, and, yeah. I, and that's where I think we need to. They need to look and, and to clean up both sides of the university. Mm-hmm. Hey, you gonna you gonna kill me? I made a big technical difficulty, but I think I've got it fixed. I'm gonna see what happens. 